This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I hope that you are doing well. I'm doing well. The weather is finally consistently warm here in the Northeast. So I am so happy about that. I hope the weather is beautiful and lovely wherever you might be listening from. It's Saturday the day that I'm recording this podcast because I'm a little bit behind schedule. And so I've got to get this done so that it is out to you. This is Memorial Day weekend and I am ready for all the barbecue things. Just got back from the supermarket. My dad and mother are here and my dad's going to grill for us. My husband and I joke because we bought this grill probably like nine years ago and the only person that ever uses it is my dad. So we love when he visits because we get to have fresh barbecue on our own grill. So that's a little bit of what's going on here this weekend. Um, But I've been busy. I've been busy planning the most amazing things for you. I literally just like sit in delight and awe and giddy excitement to be able to share with you what I've been cooking up. So if you are on my email list, I've been dropping little hints. If you follow me on social, I've been dropping little hints. And even in this podcast, I think the last episode, I shared just a couple of little tidbits about what I have been up to. So I am launching a new group coaching experience. I don't even want to call it a program because it's an experience. I have really pulled together my zone of genius and all the things. So it's not even a program because I think when we think of a program, we have a certain picture in mind of what that is. And that is not this. What I've created for you is so outside of the box, so fun, so powerful, so impactful and transformative for your marriage. And I cannot wait to tell you all about it. So I want you to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast because for the month of June and July, I will be recording weekly because each week I am going to be talking about something very anchoring and relevant to this next phase of work that I'll be doing and offering into the world with this group experience. So I don't want you to miss anything. I want you to be 
right on track, right on time with all of the things that are unfolding and that are happening. So stay very, very close. Today, I wanted to talk with you about marriage and spirituality. So if you've listened to the beginning of this podcast or even just skipped around to some of the episodes, you probably know by now that my faith is very important to me personally. And it's also very important to me when I think about what it takes to improve a marriage, what it takes to sustain a marriage, what it takes to endure some of the hardships of marriage. I personally rely on my faith and for the clients that I serve that share that faith or have some aspect of spirituality that's very important to them, we bring that into our coaching container and the coaching experience. And so I wanted to talk more about that side of my work so that for those of you who share my faith or those of you who believe in a higher power and really want to be able to tap into all of the resources available to you in your journey with marriage, that's what this podcast will offer. So marriage is spiritual. And as I thought about this topic and what I meant, it came from the recognition of a couple of things. One, just how human we are. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm a very human person, right? So I'm a coach. Of course, I have tools. There's things I know, things I'm able to share, things I'm able to do for myself because of the coaching tools that I utilize. But I'm also human, just like you. And so as human beings, we all have emotions. We all have triggers. We all have things from our past that bleed into our present. We all have experiences that have shaped the way that we think, the way that we see things, the way that we feel things. And just because I'm a coach or just because you're engaged in a coaching process doesn't mean that you're not human. And when I zoom out, many of the things that are required of us in building happy, successful, loving marriages that last defy our human nature, right? So what I mean by that is that in order to have a healthy, thriving, loving marriage, there are things you have to practice. Some of those things are forgiving, unconditional love, acceptance, grace, compromising, managing your emotions, doing the right thing, even when you think it won't matter or goes unreciprocated. Those things are not easy to do in our human nature. It goes against the fiber of our being to forgive someone that we legitimately feel has hurt us in some way. Now, whether it was intentional or not, the impact of being hurt in your marriage is real. 
And the idea that you're to forgive someone who has impacted you in a negative way is not an easy pill to swallow. The idea that you have united with this other human being with their own thoughts, their own experiences, their own biases, their own issues, and have committed to love them unconditionally forever sounds amazing on your wedding day, but two, five, 10, 15, 25 years into the marriage, that idea is tested a lot when your differences feel like canyons apart, right? The goal is to love this person without conditions. That defies our human nature. To accept them, even the parts that you really don't like, the things that are pet peeves for you, the things that are annoyances for you, the things that, you know, bump up against your own emotional wounds, we're supposed to accept that and give grace and smile and love? Yeah, we are. But that doesn't mean that it's easy and it doesn't mean that as human beings it's a cakewalk for us to do that right to compromise in your marriage to give up part of what you think is really important or something that you really value for the sake of keeping the peace or you know being accommodating to something your spouse may want or deeply believe in that you aren't necessarily on the same page about that's not easy When you're triggered, right? When they say something or do something that just like incites the most intense emotions in your mind and in your body, it's hard to keep your composure sometimes. A lot of the times, right? Let's just be real here. It's hard to do that. And so let's just call it what it is. Let's just notice and except that these things are hard. And yes, as a coach, I will give you all of the tools. Literally, I'm always thinking about where are people struggling? Where are they having a hard time with these things? And what do I know in my own wisdom and expertise that will help them? So I'm here all day, every day to support you with what I have in my repertoire, right? And that's not all, right? And we can tap into spirituality. We can tap into our faith in a whole new way to unlock an additional set of tools, an additional set of strategies, powers, you know, um, I just think of like a like windstorm that just sweeps through and just like rearranges everything and makes it so much easier. And I've been a Christian in my faith in church for decades and decades and decades. So the idea of tapping into God and prayer and just the power that lives within us through the Holy Spirit, like that's not new to me. 
But I will say that recently there have been two perspectives and two experiences I've had with other leaders in my faith that have really framed this idea in a way that was so tangible and really hit home for me. So one of them comes from my own pastor, um, Darius Daniels is his name, Dr. Darius Daniels. And he did a sermon series called Air Force. Now, when it first came out, I was like, what, what does this have to do with anything? And so Air Force is the air game of life, right? And he contrasted Air Force with the ground game of life. So the ground game of life is us here on the ground, doing what we know to do using the tools that are readily available to us right here, right? So that's accessing things like a podcast or reading a book or coaching with me, right? Like that is the ground game. And when he talked about and introduced this idea of Air Force, it's tapping into what's available to us beyond ourselves and beyond what is here and seen and easily accessible to us and tapping into sort of like this direct line with God through prayer to access the resources of heaven to help us. Right. And I want you to just think about that. Like if we're doing all we can here and also tapping into all that God has for us to use as well, we're literally unstoppable. And so that was one thing that really just resonated with me because I'm an action taker, right? If I set a goal or if I have something in mind that I want to accomplish in my life, I am going to take action on it. And I am very capable of a lot of things. And so it's very easy for me to be like, no, I can definitely handle this. I can definitely figure this out. I can definitely make a plan to make this happen. And yes, I think God wants us to do all the things that he's equipped us and prepared us to be able to do. And he wants to give us like that extra oomph by tapping into what he has for us as well. So that was really helpful for me and I wanted to share it with you. And then the second perspective that was really helpful was this idea of vertical marriage. There's actually a book on this by Dan and Ann Wilson. My husband and I recently did a workshop. We um, are regular leaders at a conference that's held at um, a local church. And every year they invite us to come. And every year we share very honestly and transparently about, you know, all the things we're learning. And we typically take a book that we like to read and just sort of create our own take on it and sort of share from that lens. So the book that we selected this year was Vertical Marriage. And it's so good. One, it's just such a good book. Like the couple is so honest about how hard their marriage was. And I don't think there's enough of that. I don't think there's enough of just the hard parts. And when we have conversations that are so open and honest, it helps normalize the experiences that people are really having. And so I love this book for that reason. And I love this book for the perspective that it offers 
with a vertical marriage contrasted with a horizontal marriage. So a horizontal marriage is just the relationship between you and your spouse, right? You're like on the same plane. It's like from you to them, them to you. Vertical marriage is really looking up, right? Up and down, which is your relationship with God as the mechanism of improving your marriage. Now, we know this, right? Like I can think of all the time we talk about weddings and premarital counseling and it's like a marriage is three strands, right? It's a cord of three. It's you, your spouse and God and you've got to keep the knot together and all of those things. And I believe when we first hear that, we believe it. We are committed to it. We think yes. And then there are times when we completely fall off where that three-corded strand is completely unraveled. And we're fighting each other, right? And so this book talks about really tapping into the resources of God and taking your marriage issues to God as a way of making things better, right? So those are two perspectives that have really informed what I wanted to just talk with you about today in thinking about marriage being spiritual, right? And so with those two pieces as the foundation, I want to leave you with some ideas of how to live that out in your day to day. One is just recognizing that God wants to help, right? He has a vested interest in your marriage being successful. And I want you to just really sit with that. Why would he care that your marriage is successful? Why does it matter? Not only to you and your family, but why does it matter to God? So many times when we first meet each other, we feel like this person is a gift from God. I know that I felt that way. And over time, when you hit these bumps in the roads, it's like, this is a liability. Like, God, I want you to change up this gift you give, you've given me, right? But what brought you together in the first place is still valuable. And God's plan and God's idea and the twinkle in his eye when you two met is still there because he knows what the marriage is supposed to be. And so he has a vested interest in your success. Another piece of all of this is this idea that working on your marriage is a spiritual discipline. And you've heard me on this podcast talk ad nauseum now about this book called Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. And it's this idea of like, what if marriage is designed to make you holy and not just to make you happy? And I think so often we enter marriage One, because we love each other. One, because we think we'll have an amazing life together and we'll just be happy together, which is wonderful. And marriage to me is like the university of life and university of spiritual and personal growth. And so when you see the work you do on behalf of making your marriage better as a spiritual discipline, your whole frame of reference shifts right? It's not about, I want to do this because I'm trying to be happy here. It's, I'm going to do this because this is growing me and shaping me and molding me more into the image of of God and Christ, 
right? Like when we think about Jesus, he is the model of how we should be in relationship to other people. Now, again, we're human, so we don't have to be perfect, but we can see this work as not only just serving our own desire for love and happiness and companionship, but also as a constant environment to help us grow and just be better disciples of of Christ, right? Another thing is when you are able to see your marriage and the work that you're doing as a spiritual discipline, much of your actions become independent of your spouse. So many times when I'm talking to couples, there's this tit for tat mentality. Well, if they're not going to do this, then I'm not going to do that. And we have to sort of get out of that cycle. And when you see this work as like, no, this is my path of spiritual growth. This is my love and devotion for God and my acceptance and my yes to being who he called and created me to be, then it never really matters what your spouse is doing because the standard for your behavior is defined by you and who you think you should be, right? And so some of the ways I think it's really helpful to start applying this and thinking about it in your own life is one, just praying for awareness and for insight. God is here to just give you self-awareness. And so many times I think in marriage, we don't see ourselves clearly and we don't see our spouses clearly. We have a very skewed version of them. We have a very skewed version of ourselves, And so I teach self-awareness as a coach, but let's use those tools and prayer. Let's ask God to show us what we need to see that we're not even aware of. I think the other piece of this is really being able to surrender to God's intervention and his timing. That we want things to change the way we want them to change, when we want them to change, how we want them to change. And listen, even in my own prayer life, I'm going to God honestly with my desires. I'm not trying to pretend that I don't want what I want. He knows what I want. But I also am willing to surrender, right? So I'm like, God, this is what I want. This is what I'm praying for. This is what I think the solution is. But also, what do you think? Because you can see years and decades beyond what I can see in this moment. And so I want to be in alignment with what you know is best here. And I think that's such a valuable perspective to have in your marriage. God's desire and his design is for everyone to thrive in your marriage. It's not just about you getting what you want, but it's what is the greatest good for everyone involved, for you, your spouse, your children, your family. And another piece of this is relying on the power of the Holy Spirit within you to help you override your human nature. I have to pray this a lot because I'm an emotional person. And there are many, many days where when I wake up in the morning, I just have to anchor and just ask God to fill me with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. 
And so I'm going to read to you what those fruits are. And I want you to know that like any moment in time, I want you to think of like a huge fruit basket that just like never ends an endless supply of these things. Anytime you need it, it's just right there. You just go and take it. Right. So in this fruit basket is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What do you need right now? This fruit basket is here. God's like, here it is. What do you need? Do you need more love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? It's yours for the taking. And so some of those moments that feel so hard, it's because we're not aware that there's an abundance of whatever emotional balancing we need. An abundance. It never, ever ends. And then the last thing that I want to offer you just on this idea that marriage is spiritual is there's so much comfort in knowing that you are never alone in what you are experiencing. That both there are people going through the exact same thing you are, which is one reason I'm so excited about offering a group experience. And also that God is there in it with you. He is a helper, right? The Bible says God is a present help in the time of trouble. So whatever trouble you're facing in your marriage at whatever level, he's there in it with you. That this isn't for you to figure out all on your own with no support at all. He's there. He's given you the power through the Holy Spirit. And he's also placed people and resources within an arm's length distance to help you. So you have your ground game and your Air Force game going on. That vertical marriage. So I hope this perspective has been helpful. I would encourage you to just sit with this for a little bit and think about what's standing out for you the most right now. What are you taking away? What will you apply in this next week from this podcast episode that's really going to elevate how you're addressing whatever it is you want to be better in your marriage, right? We already know that God's ways are so much higher than our ways. And all we have to do is look up for higher level solutions to create a higher, elevated, upgraded marriage. All right, that's it for today. I will be back with you next week. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.